The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, it's me, Chriselle Lim, co-founder and CMO of Bumo. As a busy working parent myself, I felt like there was a lack of options for parents and I personally needed more support. So that's what we're doing here on Being Bumo. We're here to make your life easier, a little less stressful, and help you navigate through this complex thing called parenting. So subscribe now to Being Bumo at applepodcast.com slash beingbumo or wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, gotta go. See you guys soon. Hey, it's Mariana, and welcome back to the Life with Mariana podcast. In this episode, I have two friends of mine, Joanna and Clea. They are the co-founders of The Home Edit. You know them from their Instagram. You know them from their amazing Netflix show, and they also have a new podcast called Best Friend Energy. The two of them are just the best ever, and it's the new year, and I feel like a lot of things that we are doing are taking care of our homes, organizing our spaces. We're either single girls with apartments that are overflowing with things at home, or we're busy moms just trying to figure out how to make time for cleaning and organizing all the things that we have in our home. And I know that we are so overwhelmed with clutter and things. So I wanted to ask them all of their tips for organizing our homes and our lives and how we can make it feel like it's part of our self-care routine and not a chore because that's kind of how I feel for me sometimes. Like this is a chore, but I know it really makes me feel my best. And hopefully this episode inspires you to do a bit of organizing because I know it helped me a lot. And before we get into the episode, don't forget that Summer Fridays has a brand new product. Our Midnight Ritual Retinol is available now at summerfridays.com and at Sephora. If you guys want to know a little bit more about retinol, how to use it in your routine, I have a board certified dermatologist, Dr. Sam Ellis on my podcast. She talks all about retinol and how to incorporate it and what it is and what it does. And this is a great retinol for first time retinol users. So if you guys are new to retinol or maybe previously tried something and it didn't tolerate well with your skin, this has been clinically tested for sensitive skin. I love to use this in my evening skincare routine. I cleanse my skin first, then I apply midnight ritual retinol and follow up with moisturizer. And I hope you guys really love it. So now let's get into the episode. So before we get into the episode, this is a very big day for you, Clea. So can you share with us your big news for today? Yes, I am so thrilled to say that I am done with my cancer treatments as of 2 p.m. And I am cancer free. Oh my gosh. It is a very big, very emotional day. And I it's a day that I've been dreaming about since March 8th when I was diagnosed. And the mountain just felt so large and I just can't believe I'm here. So. Oh my gosh. My eyes are watering for you. And I have to say, like, as a woman watching this journey, I am so grateful that the two of you use your platform to talk about this because it is so important for people to advocate about their health. And if they feel like something is wrong to, you know, make sure that you're checking these things out. And like, if someone tells, you no, like get another opinion. And so thank you both for sharing this because it ultimately affects the lives of so many people. It does. And that's why I was just incredibly like, there was no way I was not going to share my journey. And I think it is so important. I think one of the things that is so critical in working with my oncologist and the Vanderbilt Cancer Center, it is so important that people realize that a very forgotten age group with cancer, it can start at 25. It can start earlier than when people think. And it is so critical to listen to your bodies, to get screened, to do everything medically possible, to make sure that you are not like that cancer is not forming in your body before the age of 40 years old, which I think is actually a very outdated way of thinking in terms of age. I think that, you know, people are getting cancer younger and younger. So 
if anything, I wanted my story to encourage people to please get examined, please get screened, please take their health seriously. Even if they're not 40 yet, it doesn't mean that cancer can't find you. So again, I've said it before, but it's really my honor to share my story and to help any single human being that I can. Thank you so much for sharing. And I think what I've learned a lot through this is how important the people around you are, your friends, your family, your business partners, and how can, you know, our friends and family show up for us in this time? And especially like your partnership with Joanna, like, what do you do if you're working with someone else? Like, how can we be there for others? I mean, I think that Joanna and I just fell into lockstep immediately when I got diagnosed. I felt like she took this in her heart as though she was diagnosed too. You know, we are a team in the same way that my husband, John, felt like we were going into battle together. I think Joanna had a very similar approach. She told me at the beginning that she was going to sit on me like a chicken hatching an egg. Mm -hmm. And that that is true. She is, you know, she'll text me every day if we don't see each other. And she's like, just checking in, just seeing how you're feeling. And, you know, she's really risen to every occasion and gone above and beyond to make sure that she can pick up slack where I was too exhausted or maybe too sick or too immunocompromised or too everything to be able to do certain things. So, I mean, you know, having a friend, but also a business partner like Joanna has honestly helped me get through this period. And I, I mean, Joanna and I think are just very lucky individuals anyway, yeah, yes. for the way that we work together and the way that we show up together. So it would, it would be, I'd be hard pressed to say that anyone could even replicate the kind of love that I've received from her. But I think being in partnership with someone, it, it, you know, I mean, you know, cause you have partners, but like, this is a, you know, in sickness and in health till death do us part. <laughs> it's a marriage. It's a marriage. So in the same way that there was no way that John wouldn't show up for me in the maximum way possible, there was no way Joanna wouldn't show up for me in the maximum mm. way possible. Well, thank you guys so much. And I feel like you guys have been really busy through this time. And one of the things that you guys did was launch a podcast. So I want to hear a little bit about Best Friend Energy. Well, it's kind of crazy because I do think about my being diagnosed on March 8th and I got my double mastectomy on April 8th. The amount, and, and then I started chemotherapy in May and I started radiation in September. And it's like all, like we did so freaking yeah. much this so year. Much. Yeah. I can't even believe it. So we did launch a podcast with Sony Entertainment. It's called Best Friend Energy in coordination, of course, with Hello Sunshine, our parent company. And it's basically, it's a celebration of all the energy best friends bring to every conversation and the way you feel energized when you're around your best friends. It's not a Hallmark movie about friendship. It is, it's funny. It's irreverent. We talk about pop culture. We talk about things going on in the world. You know, we bring on guests. You're going to, of course, have to come on with us, Mariana. Absolutely, Mariana. And, I would love to. You know, we, we, it's an, it's an interview focused show where we talk to our actual friends. We talk to friends we want, like aspiring friends that we just want to be friends with. We talk to, you know, people, clients, people in our universe, our employees, our family, you know, we talk to people that show up for us that we just love, that we fangirl over. And again, it's just, we want everyone listening to feel like they're friends with us and that they're in the room. That's, that's the goal of Best Friend It's energy. a community celebration of friendship, essentially, exactly. the energy that that brings out. 
Exactly. I just love having more and more of you too, because I have been a longtime client and friend of yours. And it's been years since I'm trying to think back of like the first time that you guys came to like my old, old, old place. And I met the two of you for the first time and you changed my life by organizing one of my rooms. Oh, oh we loved oh, you immediately. So long ago. Was that 2016, Mariana? I think so. So it had to be like six, seven years ago. It's been a long time. And it was the two of you then. And I've been like a long time friend. And I have to say like one of my favorite gifts to give people is I get them a gift card and I guess service to the home edit. So Lauren's moved a few times and I've gotten her this gift and it's the best present that you could give someone else is the gift of organization. And that's something they can keep up. And it's like the gift that like keeps on giving forever and ever. Oh, you are seriously the best. I remember organizing for you. That was back when Joanne and I were doing it ourselves. We didn't have anyone working with us. Yeah. We didn't even have, we didn't have anybody with us. No, it was very early on. I mean, it it must've been 2016. Um, and, and it's actually really funny because people ask us a lot just on the topic of friendship and business partners. People ask us if Joanne and I have ever, you know, if we ever really fight, if we ever really bicker. And it's very funny because there are probably like three big or like not even big, just like (laughs) memorable fights we've ever gotten in. And one of the fights was when Joanne and I took a lunch break from organizing your office YouTube no. video. Yep. So <laughs> Joanne and I went to Shake Shack and she was on this like train of like making these shakes on her own, like with like a powder shake or whatever. And it was yeah. like a green powder shake. And you know, sometimes you're just having like a bad day and someone teases you about something and it just goes terribly wrong. <laughs> so we were at Shake Shack and Joanna's making this disgusting shake that looks like a bubbling brook, you know, that's like, <laughs> like I, and I think I was like, this, this is literally looks like vomit that's just bubbling. And she burst into tears yeah. at Shake Shack and it was the like most dramatic thing. And I was like, oh my God, like what button did I press? And she was just <laughs> She, it was just a press button, you know, it's like, yeah. you never know. And nope. she probably hated her shake. <laughs> yeah, I hated it. And it, it, it was not wrong. It looked like a Loch Ness monster was going to come out of this bubbling brook. I mean, it like looked like swamp water. And I was like trying to be healthy and I was miserable and I lost it. And we had to pull into a gas station. We had to get gas. And Joanne and I had to like have like a, a friendship bracelet moment and like, like sign a truce. Cause we had to go back to your apartment and organize. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. Well, I'm glad that it was a memorable day for you of all the yeah. days of work over the years. <laughs> you've remembered this, this incident, but that happens in work and in friendships. It's like, you know, we work through problems and issues together. And I feel like cleaning and organizing there's some, well, maybe not for you guys, cause this is your business, but like for a lot of people, it really does bring up arguments for people when you're trying to go through stuff and organize it at home. It absolutely does. We don't really, we actually don't argue that much when we're organizing. I think we, so we have a phrase, we have, we have a a quick, easy phrase to live by, which is when we, when one of us says, I feel strongly, the other person who did not say that has to immediately back down. If someone feels strongly, you have to defer to that strong feeling because the, I mean, the chances of like where the pens or pencils should go, like should not like bring down an entire relationship not like damage the the actual organization at hand. So if someone calls it, you have to listen to them. Right. And you have to use it very judiciously. I mean, you can't just, we, I mean, we probably said it each maybe three to four times in seven and a half years. You have to treat it with respect. So it's meaningful. Yeah. Another thing Joanna and I used to do when we were organizing on our own is if we had a win, we would celebrate the small win and bank it for later. So we would like, 
high five, we got this. And then later, if the wheels were coming off the bus, we'd be like, okay, but remember we banked our high five moment. That's so right. we, we do not have to stress this. Like we, we've, we're doing well, we're doing great. We're the closest we've ever been. A few episodes ago, I had Julie Schott on my podcast. You have to go back and listen to the episode. I loved it so much and her and everything she does. She's the co-founder of Starface. I love the company so much. I actually invested. If you guys have seen people like Bella Hadid wearing those stars on their face, that's Starface. It is the best-selling Hydro Stars, a fun star-shaped pimple patch. Hydro Stars are such a smart way to deal with a pimple. So cuteness aside, which we do talk about this in the episode, they are actually really effective. They're made with 100% hydrocolloid, an ingredient that helps to absorb fluid and reduce redness while shrinking your spot. I love that you can put a Hydro Star on to remind yourself not to pop or pick at your skin too, which is very important. Starface is a full range of Hydro Star pimple patches for whatever mood I'm in. There's the classic yellow, a colorful multi-pack, a solid black, a hydro star plus salicylic acid, and a best-selling blue star that's been awarded the best pimple patch by Cosmopolitan, Glamour, Bustle, and Women's Health. I'm really excited because Starface actually just released their newest innovation, a powerful micro dart patch called MicroCloud. These cute cloud-shaped patches are made with tiny self-dissolving micro darts that dive deep into the skin to target early stage pimples that are dry or irritated. They're filled with key ingredients like hyaluronic acid, niacinamide, and salicylic acid to help calm and hydrate the skin for faster healing. MicroCloud is only available in the U.S. at starface.world. That's S-T-A-R-F-A-C-E dot W-O-R-L-D. And for a limited time, Starface is offering all Life with Mariana listeners free shipping on your first MicroCloud order. Just enter the promo code Mariana at checkout. Again, that's Mariana for free shipping on your first MicroCloud order. Okay, I have a ton of organizing questions because this is something that I need for myself. And I feel like a lot of people struggle with this. I feel like we have so much stuff at home. What can you do if you are just naturally not an organized person like you it's your every intention like every new year i'm going to be more clean and organized but you're just not how okay. do we start where you start is you start with an edit this requires the least amount of energy it requires no additional prep necessarily it doesn't require any money all you have to do is decide okay today i'm just going to do a very small edit and start very small go through a drawer and edit out things that don't belong in that drawer is is your tape dispenser broken do your scissors no longer work? Like, what is it that you can get rid of in that drawer? And even if you don't have time to organize that day, at least do an edit. Yes, I. we are completely in lockstep with that. We always say the edit is so critical that we put it in our name. It is such an important step. It requires zero money, you know, no expenditure to put into product or anything like that. If you can at least pare down your items to live only with the things you need, use, or love, that is so powerful. It really is so powerful. And you know, another thing that you can do again, when people feel like they can't be organized, do just a very small contained thing, just organize one drawer and it will show you that you can in fact be organized. And it is something that's really, you know, again, personally empowering and something that you can achieve. And with that knowledge, you can move to bigger projects. But I think when people think they can't be organized is when they're staring up at such a mountain ahead of them and they just feel like it's insurmountable. Yeah. So again, start really small. Okay. Cause a lot of, a lot of people ask like, how do I not get overwhelmed in the process? Right. And is that when you're like, okay, I'm going to organize my whole house this weekend. Yes. And that's Absolutely. when you freak out. You, that's and you can't even do a whole house. You can't even say, I'm going to organize my whole pantry and closet this weekend. You have to take bite-sized pieces. Otherwise you will absolutely become so overwhelmed. Yes. You will become paralyzed. It's just too much. 
And then once you do have these spaces organized, what's the best way to just maintain it? Because it's good to clean everything out once, but like, how do we actually keep it up? Well, we are actually finishing up our third book, which is all about maintenance. So don't worry, we are going to be able to give you some answers on this. But you know, it's, it's making sure your systems are simple, manageable, and updated. You know, there might be things in your life that change. There might be work changes, children changes, lifestyle changes. Maybe you get married. You know, there are so many things that you have to understand that the systems you have now might need to be adapted to, you know, life changes. And I think that people get very hard on themselves thinking, oh my gosh, if if this is not as organized as it was, then I'm a failure. And that's not true at all. It just means that things need to be updated. And usually with very small tweaks, that can be achieved and it can be, you know, pretty, pretty simple. So, you know, we encourage everyone to make sure that every system that is put in place is not just a snapshot in time, but it is forward thinking and it is something that you can kind of flex and adapt. And maybe it's a bigger bin, maybe it's fewer canisters, you know, maybe it's shuffling certain things, certain categories into another space. You know, I, I think that it it's all very manageable and doable. You just have to like take a deep breath and know that I think if you remove the the feeling of failure, all yeah. of a sudden it's a very different conversation. Right. And one of the questions that people ask too is they're busy, they're moms, they're working moms, they're stay-at-home working moms. How can they make time for this when they feel like they're just trying to juggle too many things? Well, I I feel <laughs> a lot of empathy. <laughs> like it's, you know, it's it's hard to do. But you know, organization is a form of self-care. And you need to carve out even small fractions of time for yourself. It does not have to be weekly if that's too much for you you know, make it twice a month, once a month, but put it on your calendar, you know, make sure that you're carving out a Sunday afternoon. You know, it's, it's amazing how little time it actually takes. If you've done the organizing steps, if you've already put in the effort, maintaining it is actually plug and play. It's pretty easy. So, you know, we want people to always kind of see that, that light at the end of the road, you know, when they're organizing and to feel really accomplished because it, it is something to accomplish. And again, even if you just do the the lowest hanging fruit, you know, don't get into making sure your kids' closets are are weeded out of anything too small. You know, if if that's too overwhelming a task, save that for once a year or once every six months. You know, this this shouldn't be a chore. It's really about an opportunity, and it's about making your home as efficient and aesthetically pleasing and a place that thrives. And that's that's the real opportunity. There, so as long, I think it's a, a mindset shift, and I think it's a bit of a timing shift as well. But it, it is an opportunity; it is not a chore. Yeah, I definitely feel a lot better when my place is clean and organized. Like when I'm organized in my space, I feel like I work better, I sleep better, I function better. It's just a matter of getting into a habit. And then on the other end of the spectrum, there's like families and you have a house and there's a lot to manage. But then there's a lot of single girls living by themselves and they're trying to maximize storage in a small space. How do we then manage that when we just feel like we don't have enough room and we have too many things? Well, again, I, I'll, I'll capitalize on what Clea said too. It's it's really, first of all, it, it is the mindset. You have to see it as an opportunity, not a chore. That's the first step to overcome, no matter if you're living by yourself or li- living with others. You have to change the mindset. Once you get into the right mindset that you're like, wow, I get to do this. I get to enjoy my space. I get to feel free and in control. Then you figure out the opportunities for storage. And one thing we always like to do is to look for storage where there isn't. 
So using wall space, using vertical space, using over the door units, like the alpha unit at the container store, those are all fabulous way. Exterior carts, we love a cart. We love a station. Those are all ways to create storage where there otherwise isn't. Yeah, you guys definitely put a cart in one of my rooms before. So I was like, that was really helpful because I just like literally did not have enough room for other things. And it's so helpful to have that extra storage. What are some of your favorite like drawers or things to shop to organize with? Well, we're a little bit biased because we do <laughs> yes. organizing product. So we have a line at Walmart, an exclusive line at Walmart and an exclusive line at the container store in the US. And both of those are, I'm not saying this to hype up our own product line, but we created these products because there was a deficit in the marketplace of what we needed to organize people's homes. So we are a huge fan of a drawer that is like one of our most critical units because they're clear, they're durable, you know, they're, they're crystal clear. They're really beautiful to look at, but you can literally create almost a dresser if you wanted, you know, you can stack four of them up above. You don't need to take lids off things. And, and not that we have anything against lidded containers, but it is really nice that you don't have to remove a layer to get to another layer. So drawers are a really key component of our product offering and what we tend to go to. We put drawers in your first organized area. And again, we needed to take advantage of vertical space. You had a closet that we were working with and you had coats above the areas that we needed to organize. And the only way we could properly take advantage is by using stackable drawer units. That is, I think, you know, again, it's one of our go-tos because it allows you to maximize the area with also keeping accessibility and functionality top of mind. So, you know, I mean, there, there are so many units that it's, it would be hard to pick and choose from. Of course, the ones that we create are our favorite, but there are really great ones on the marketplace. And again, anything that allows you to stack and it, like maintain, you know, the ultimate vertical storage opportunity without it being a frustrating experience. Again, sometimes lidded storage, if you're going five stacks up, it's hard to get to the third item. You know, it's like you're so drawers make things really easy. And right. And, and the barrier to entry, I think, you know, again, you want to remove any barrier to entry because that's how the maintenance breaks down. If something's too tall and you don't have a nearby step stool, you're just not going to put it away. And the same goes, I mean, the same is true for drawers. If, if you, if you don't have a drawer and things are stacked so high, you're less inclined to, to bother to put it away. Right. The drawer organizers are my favorite. So I have, a, I built a custom vanity and I knew I wanted to use your drawer organizers. So I pre-bought them and then I had the drawers measured to exactly fit three of them across and then two of them like horizontal so that I could have my organizers in there. So I specifically built my drawers around your organizer. So this is how much I love the inserts. So everyone should go buy them because they're literally the best. And then I got, I have one from Walmart too and they fit perfectly in my closet for sweaters and I haven't found any other like sizes that fit like this perfect container. So these are, they're like my favorite, favorite ones. Amazing. Happy to hear so it. Happy to hear. I posted something on my Instagram recently, if you have seen it, and it was a before and after of my mom's hair. And she's been taking Nutrafol for over a year now, and her before and after is just so incredible, inspired me to do it myself. 30 million women are impacted by weakened or thinning hair. If you're among them, know that you are not alone and that there's a solution you can trust to deliver the results. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the five root causes of thinning, stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism through whole body health. 
Nutrafol has three unique formulas to help support women through all stages of life, including postpartum and menopause. And each formula is physician formulated using natural drug-free medical grade ingredients in consistently effective dosages so that you get the most reliable results. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months. And I know from my mom's own personal experience, she just feels so much happier and confident with her hair and she's just going to keep taking it. 3,000 plus top doctors and stylists recommend Nutrafol as an effective and high quality solution for healthier hair. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code Mariana to save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code Mariana. Something that you guys are incredible at and you've built your entire business, show, books, podcasts, office was social. So how did you guys turn your business of organizing into something that was became so Instagrammable? Okay. So basically it was a very early decision in October of 2015 that we were going to go to Los Angeles and we were going to do some work for, you know, some celebrities that I've known. I grew up with some of my friends. And we were going to offer our services basically in exchange for an Instagram post. Like a, there's a similar collaboration that we did with you in the, in the early days of organizing. And it really kind of put us on the map in a social way that was different than I think any other organizer was doing at the time. So I told Joanna early on, Joanna has never been on Instagram, doesn't know what it's like, doesn't, she is still no clue. I give her- I'm on Instagram now, I'm on it. But I said, we need to leverage social. We need to do, like, we have something aesthetically pleasing that should be on Instagram in a similar way to the way interior designers operate on Instagram. As organizers, we can operate on Instagram. And it was a strategic move to try and, you know, again, work with high profile talent and people who have public, you know, Instagram accounts to try and create some traction on Instagram and kind of boost our following and boost our just overall awareness. So that really worked. Our very first client was my very good friend, Christina Applegate, who has also helped me so much through my breast cancer treatment. Um, Selma Blair, Marla Sokoloff. And then we also worked with a couple, a couple of like Instagram influencers. We did Valley Brink Road, my friend at Valley Brink Road, and Catherine McCord at Weelicious. Mm-hmm. And anyway, that that kind of first trip had a whole other like all of a sudden we were back in December, and other people had seen us and heard about us, and now they wanted us back. And it just kind of fed our Instagram model of putting out really good content and beautiful imagery but also being able to tap into larger social networks that really helped us grow. So that was, that was kind of our, our early idea of how to grow a brand as quickly as possible. And it worked for us. And then there's so many aspiring business owners or they're just starting out and Instagram is their only free way to get the word of mouth out about their business. What advice do you have for newer business owners of what they should do on social? I think you need to have a point of view. You need to know where you're going and know the type of content that you want to put out. For us, especially with the invention of Instagram stories, it was a real two-pronged approach where we knew we wanted to put out beautiful, organized imagery on our feed, but also funny, silly antics and like the truth behind our lives on Instagram stories. And our rule of thumb, my rule of thumb specifically, has always been 
our content has to be one of a few things. It has to either be educational and informational, meaning actually good organizing content, or it has to be entertaining and funny. If it's not, if it doesn't check one of those boxes, then it's superfluous content that does nothing and moves the needle zero. So I think it's just really important to know exactly what you want to put out. And it stops you from posting dumb things that are just irrelevant to people who follow you. So I think that, again, we have a different audience on our feed than we have on stories. And that's perfectly okay because we built those two different audiences to expect two different things. And I think that they can coexist and live together, but you have to be consistent and you have to, again, you have to have a, a bar somewhere for right. the kind of content that you're going to put out and you have to kind of stick to it. And then do you feel like this like duality of like the organizing on the feed and the personality and stories is ultimately what led to the Netflix show? A hundred percent. Yes. The juxtaposition and, is definitely what it is. And the podcast. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it's, we, Joanne and I live a very multifaceted life. And again, I think our show, our podcast, our Instagram stories, it all tells a different tale than the perfection that we do with work. So I think that the two things can, again, exist beautifully. And I think it makes things more relatable and lets you exist in different formats. And I think ultimately just makes us more well-rounded business people and public figures, because again, we do one thing really, really, really well and celebrate all the messiness in the other areas. And I think that that that's important. It's important for people to see that relatability in you and know that you are authentically who you are. So I think that if, if stories had never happened and Instagram stayed a place that was in feed only, I think we probably would have figured out a way to have our personality come through, but I think it would have been a lot harder. I think that where we've landed is a really nice juxtaposition. And yes, it did lead to our show and lead to all of our, literally all of our opportunities. <laughs> I think well, having the authenticity people. that leads it's, you know, it's having a skill. Cause I truly, I, I would say Clea has two, she's an excellent writer. And then I have one skill, which is only organizing, but then it's the authenticity that I think people, people crave. I mean, this life is complicated, right? And so running around and making it look at like everything so perfect is, is hard for people to connect to. Yeah. And then I think too, like the, the show is so incredible. And I loved seeing not only the two of you, but also the team. And then when you guys were like watching the show and it was out and it was pandemic, were you just like refreshing your Instagram and like watching Netflix? Like we can't believe what's happening. Like I remember looking at your Instagram and it was like growing by the millions. It's crazy. It really, yeah, I will was... never forget. I would say like the three days around the show coming out, everything changed. Yeah. Like our lives changed. It was wild. It was a wild, wild time. <laughs> it was crazy. And I, how could you ever expect that? You know, I mean, I certainly didn't. So, I mean, it was, it was just, it was nuts. And, you know, I'm, I'm really proud of all the things that we put out, but that, that was a really proud, that was a, a proud premiere day. I loved watching it. It was so great. It like was inspiring me like, okay, I have some time. I need to clean and organize my places right now. And I'm so happy for you guys. Okay. I have a couple quick questions while we wrap up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Favorite celebrity home you guys have done? First of all, of course, Reese Witherspoon. Of yes. course. <laughs> but like, like we could never, like who, who, in, who in the world could we possibly say other than Reese? But I will give a couple of very close shout outs to the queen bee of organization herself, Khloe Kardashian. Oh, of course. Um, yes. We always love organizing for Khloe because it's actually, this is so nerdy, but it's actually a really big challenge because she is so organized. So 
it's in order to take it to the next level, it's, it's like a fun, nerdy challenge for us. And if we can make her excited about an organized space, that is, we win. That's the dream. Yeah. I would also say in a, in a similar vein of just perfection all around, I mean, organizing for Gwyneth Paltrow was a very, very early client of ours and also a dream come true. We, that's when we were organizing all by ourselves. And, you know, it was, a, it was very, very early on. And the fact that she allowed us so graciously into her home is just amazing. So I, I think that those are, those are our trifecta. Do you each have a quote or mantra that you live by or something that you stand by? Just keep swimming. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, I don't know. I just made that up, but I'm, I, but I'm going with it. Yeah. It just keeps swimming. We do say that often. My mother taught me to never accept the first hotel room they give you. And <laughs> I think about that for so many things yeah, she because I, I do, I live by that because it's so symbolic to me of the way anyone will treat you at all times. Like they're like, everyone will just give you the lowest hanging fruit and you always have to like fight for yourself and advocate just a little bit harder to get something better. And so I actually, it it applies in so many areas of my life. I, I think about it often. Yeah. I think it's like where you guys have taken the business and all the opportunities you've created for yourself and like where you guys are now, it's definitely because you guys have tried to make this work and like been able to accomplish things at like the highest level. And so I'm so happy for you too. And to see where the business has grown in the last six, seven years is so incredible. So what can we see next from the home edit? Oh my gosh. Well, we have, this year was a little bit unexpected with my cancer diagnosis. And there were so many things that we wanted to do that had to be put on hold. So I imagine, and of course there are a million things that we had planned for 23. So I think we're going to somehow make We're going to figure out how to fit like 16 months into 12 months. And we are just going to put out so many new, incredible things that we're really proud of and expand on the tent poles that we already have. Obviously we have, you know, multi areas of media that we, that we have in our pocket. We have organizing ventures that we want to keep creating. We have new product lines that we want to keep putting out a lot of newness in those categories, which is so exciting. I think people are going to be really, really thrilled with what we're putting out. And, you know, I mean, it's, we're going to go back on tour. We're going to do live shows. We're going to, you know, back baby, back baby where, you know, there was so much in-person stuff that we couldn't do this year because of cancer. Again, I, we, it's funny. It's not funny at all. Actually, it's the opposite of funny, but we went into this year being like, wow, here's the million things we're going to do. And I was diagnosed on March 8th. So it was just really early in terms of like, do we cancel? It kind of felt like COVID. We're like, do we cancel these things? Do we hold tight and see, you know, and of course, ultimately the year basically got canceled, even though we still did so much and I'm so proud of it, but you know, so many in-person things are going to return. And again, all of our, all of our verticals are going to see newness and just that much more. And we are going to be even more grateful and so excited to do everything. I joke actually that like, I don't care at this point, if you wanted me to do a residency in like Fresno, I would. And I said that to someone the other day and they're like, I'm from Fresno. And I'm like, I love, because I love it because I love Fresno. So, but I would, I would do anything at this. I'm so happy and grateful for everything that I'm just, I'm so thrilled and so excited to be moving into a new year and getting to work. Cannot wait. So where can we follow you guys and listen to the podcast? You can follow us, of course, on any social channel at The Home Edit. We also have at Best Friend Energy, which is the name of our podcast. 
Best Friend Energy can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen every single Tuesday. So, Amazing. and Mariana, you know, you know how it is when you record a podcast, you get so used to being like, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wherever you get your podcasts. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you both. And congrats again on everything. And congrats, Clea, today with the great news. I'm so so excited excited that we got to give you a big hug. Just I know it was so nice to see you both. Oh, hopefully I'll see you guys soon. And thank you for coming on. Thank you, Mariana. Thanks so much for listening and be sure to subscribe to my podcast and rate and review because it would mean so much to me and follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what episodes are coming up next. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.